0: Welcome to the Pasho Perspective, a place where I offer my perspective about everything in the space between life and death. I'm your host, Pasho. Today we're going to talk about Jim Rohn's seven attitude diseases. This is a nice presentation I like to show to my students when we cover Jordan Peterson's rule number two, or treat yourself like you are someone you are responsible for helping. And in order to help ourselves, we need to be able to check the bad habits that we oftentimes fall into. So let's get started. The first attitude disease is indifference, also known as the mild approach to life, kind of like you're just drifting. And as I love the way Jim Rome puts it, no one has ever drifted to the top of a mountain. You have to try. You have to do something. You have to take a step in order for our Father to bless it. Standing still gets nothing. He who sows much reaps much. He who sows little reaps little. So we can't live a life always saying to ourselves or other people, I don't care. I don't care what restaurant we go to. I don't care what kind of food we eat. I don't care what movie we watch. Well, when are you going to start caring then? It's important. You're part of that relationship. You should have some kind of say. You should have some kind of input. Even if you really could care less between two or three choices, the person is asking you what you want. I think it's a good idea to tell them. Number two. Indecision, also known as mental paralysis. If you wait too long, the weeds will take over the jungle. You have to put forth some kind of effort. You have to take a step in the direction of your goals and of your dreams. Standing still, doing nothing, will haunt you. You'll be left with nothing but regret because you could never decide, should I ask the girl to prom, should I not ask her to prom? You just sit there. And later in your life, you're going to sit there with regret, which I think is one of the worst gifts we can give our future selves. You have to do something. Number three, doubt. More specifically, self-doubt. You need to become a believer, is what Jim Rohn would say. Believe in yourself. Wherever you are, pour it on. He's got this great example where somebody is talking and he's like, If I get this job, I'm really going to pour it on then. And I try to instill in my students that that's a terrible attitude to have, because you never know where opportunity may be lurking. I remember when I was at the University of Central Florida working for the Subway in the student union. I gave it my all, man. I really took the label on my shirt seriously when it said sandwich artist. And I'll tell you what, I got a lot of propositions from people wanting me to work for them because they loved the attitude and the energy that I brought to a simple profession of fixing sandwiches together. Had I not done the best that I could, had I not worked as hard as I could at keeping everybody in good spirits and as a team, since we usually got slammed during lunch, man. It was nonstop for three hours, just making sandwiches, taking money and, you know, going on to the next person. Nobody would have given me these opportunities. And granted, I never took advantage of those opportunities, but they were there. You know, you don't know when life is going to come at you and give you that opportunity. And I try to tell my students the worst thing that you can have is an opportunity given to you, but you're at a point in your life because you've been so indecisive and indifferent, you never acquired the skills, the tools, the mentorship, where when you were given that opportunity, you'd be able to cease it to the full potential and then see where life goes. Honestly, I think there's nothing more tragic than being given the opportunity and squandering it because you weren't prepared. I think indecision and indifference creates people who are unprepared because they don't care they don't care what happens to them they don't care if they do good work they don't care if they get good grades they're indecisive about what they want to become in the first place and so they don't really they're not invested in themselves they haven't put anything down they invest instead time in video games and you know drugs and flirting and stuff like that instead of realizing that the best return that they will ever have in their life is investing time and energy and evolving themselves Don't get stuck in the mental paralysis. Don't get stuck doubting yourself. Wherever you are, as Jim Rohn would say it, pour it on. Number four, he says overcaution is the timid approach to life. You know, you live uh, what he calls the language of the poor, where you live in what ifs. What if this happens? Oh, if I say that, what if this person gets upset? Or if I do that, what if this happens? Living in what ifs is never going to get you the outcomes that you want. Instead of wondering, instead of worrying, oh, it's too risky. You need to recognize the truth. As Jim Rome says, it's all risky. You wake up, it's risky. You go out of your house. It's risky. You get into your car. It's risky. You go to work. It's risky. You interact with other people. It's risky. You eat food from an outside place. It's risky. Everything is risky. But if you're not going to give it the best that you've got, you're not going to get what you want. Instead of asking for security, ask for adventure. That's where the journey of life really starts to lend to you wisdom and experience. So as he says in the first one, in dealing with doubt, give it a go. Worry about the consequences later. No reward is given to those who are not willing to take the risk. If you're not willing to cross that cafeteria with everybody's eyes staring at you as you approach the beautiful girl of your dreams... You're never going to know whether or not she would go to the dance with you. You're never going to know whether or not she thinks that you're funny and attractive too. You got to take that risk. And what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, she says no, all of her friends laugh, the whole cafeteria explodes, but guess what? You no longer have to spend the rest of your life wondering what would have happened. You can cross it off your list and say, I gave it a go. It's her choice too. She gets a say in it. She's not interested in me, but I'm not gonna be 60, 70, 80 years old looking back at this moment and wondering how would my life have been different if I took a risk, if I just walked across to that girl that I always thought you know, would be a great girlfriend for me and just asked her, do you wanna go out? Don't be too overcautious. The cost is too much. Number five, pessimism. Your lives are affected by the way you think things are. If you wake up saying that the world is horrible, that's how you're going to perceive everything that happens in that day. Instead, how about waking up and saying today is going to be a great day. And with that attitude and that energy, you'll see you're going to be more prone to attract positive energy and things in your life than you would condemning everything in the world. You can't see the glass as half empty. You should really recognize the reality as my father, who was once a science teacher, had a shirt that said, the glass is always full because where there is no liquid, there is air. So there's always something there change the way you think the way you perceive the world will change your attitude your attitude will change your behavior and your behavior will change your outcomes believe things were good believe that you are here and meant for good things and good things will happen number six complaining jim roan calls this the economic cancer of the bone where you complain about everything you know, he, he uses the example of the chosen people in Old Testament time who were saved from the Pharaoh by Moses. And as soon as they crossed the Red Sea and started making their hike towards the Promised Land, they started complaining right off the bat. It's too hot. It's too far. The food is too cold. It's too salty. It's not good. The leadership is lacking. How much time is this going to take? To the point where after 40 years, they never made it to the promised land, which I think it's hilarious because Jim Rohn says it teaches us two things, complain enough and you lose your life. But it also shows that even God himself has a limit when it comes to complaining. Remember guys, at the end of the day, this life, the air we're breathing, the heart that we have inside our chest that is pumping. It's a gift. Don't take it for granted. Appreciate the limited time that we have here because life is both short and long, depending on our purpose. Do you really want to make your life a hell? Make it even worse and more painful and more of a struggle than it already is? Jordan Peterson would say that all you're doing is giving yourself stupid, unnecessary pain. Stop complaining. Start doing something about it. I tell my students, you like that guy? You like the car that guy is driving? Instead of complaining that it's not fair that he has that car and you don't, do something about it. Get that education. Pursue that career. Get that money so you can get whatever you want. Instead of complaining about it, do something. And the last one, number seven, is worry. And I can't tell you how many songs I've listened to throughout my life that all deal with worry. Worry, 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 worry. Sometimes I feel like worry is my only friend. You know, even Ray LeMontagne understood. Worry is going to get you nowhere. Worry in health, worry in social problems. You know, yeah, life isn't easy but it's worth it. And worrying about what can happen is going to prevent you from being what you want to be. So instead of worrying about what could happen and again, living in the what ifs of the world, go out there and do something. Negative is normal. It's a part of life. You're going to have negativity and there's nothing wrong. Again, As I've mentioned before in other podcasts, there's nothing wrong with the entire spectrum of emotions. The problem, not really even a problem, but the danger is dwelling on those problems, on that negativity, which is destructive. Remember, our jobs are to bring light into the world, to make it a less darker place, not only for ourselves, but for society. Worry isn't going to fix anything. Thank you for joining me today. If you like this episode, please share it. And in case you haven't already, please smash that subscribe button and leave a review. It would help me in the podcast out tremendously. You can also support me in the podcast over at Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash the perspective and become a member of Pachos Chachos. God bless you and have an amazing life. We'll meet again next week where I'll be discussing Jordan Peterson's role number three. Until then. Thank you.